the one, the only Alicia Keys is at the Red Table this week, and she's uncensored. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yes. We are back again. Happy Monday. This is, yes. And Tyler's back with me. Hey. Which I'm so excited about. Listen, I'm happy, I'm happy to be back. Yes. I, I couldn't even wait for you to do the intro because I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Hey, y'all. I know. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you. I missed you, too. <sighs> this is the Red Table Talk After Show. I am your host, Tyler Simone, and I couldn't do it without my lovely co-host. The one and only, the Tyler Tyson. The Tyler Tyson. The... Uh, today, we're going to be discussing the newest episode of Red Table Talk. Alicia Keys was present at the Red Piano. Oh, Yes. It wasn't even a table. It was a dope piano, too. It was dope. It was so nice. Yeah. It had its own little montage in there. And she's uncensored. We're seeing a whole new side of her. How did you feel about this episode overall? I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Uh, as I was saying earlier, I'm so happy to actually have a lighter episode because, you know, we tackle a lot of heavy issues on the show, which I love also. Yeah. But sometimes you just need a break and you just want to enjoy life and you just want to have fun. And this was a fun episode. For sure. She has a great energy, first of all. I had never heard her speak really mm-hmm. not that much mm-hmm. i never really watched any interviews of hers i don't know if she does them often but it was nice to really get a look into what her life is like outside of music yeah because that's really the only time i've ever seen her i love performing. her vibe alicia <clears throat> let me do my alicia keys impression oh <clears throat> lord alicia is so yeah so you know yeah. I, I went and i did this and i just really realized that i need to work on me and you know i was wondering why why do i need to wear the makeup let's take the makeup off you know you <laughs> feel me like she's just so easy yeah. and i love that about her and then me too willow's in the back yeah i know oh this was great it, it was a great episode i thought you were gonna sing for a second oh no oh okay no i was bracing myself for no, it. <laughs> I will not do that on Black Hollywood Live or After Buzz TV. Thank you. But maybe later on in life. You never know. I you have a lot know. of tricks in my bag. I know. <laughs> okay, let's jump right into it. So, Alicia was telling us about how she started in this business when she was 14 years old, which is very young, mm-hmm. to start in the music business. And right away, they put her in a box, and she was told what to do a lot of the time. And she just never got a chance to express herself and her wants. I feel like that's what a lot of celebrities go through. Yeah. Especially when they start off young. Well, this is the thing. So just to add a little nugget Uh um, for all of my 80s babies out there. Hey, y'all. Alicia Keys was actually on an episode of the Cosby Show. show, And she used to do commercials even younger than 14. Mm -hmm. There was an episode where Bill had, like, all the kids and Rudy's friends. And they were, like, riding on his his knee or something like that. She was on that episode. But anyway. She's been in the business entertainment business for a very long time specifically music like you said since she was 14 and you know usually at that age you don't get to be who you really want to be people Mm -hmm. are constantly telling you who you are who you should be and to be perfectly honest they even do it the older you get so i look at someone like fantasia you know she's just can't really be her true authentic self because she still has to sell records until you get to the level of like a beyonce or an alicia keys um 
you can kind of do what you want. Alicia's kind of in that area now where she can pretty much do whatever she wants and her fan base will follow. Yeah, I agree. But you have to work to get there. Definitely. And it it takes some time for sure. And when you're young, it seems like it's even easier for them to mold you because mm-hmm. you don't know. You're yeah. not going to say no. You're just here. I need that check. I need, <laughs> I need the check. C-T-C cut that check yes now and you don't maybe people do know how the business works at that young but it seems like you're going with what people are telling you because they're higher ups Mm -hmm. they know what's best for you type of thing Mm -hmm. so i could see everyone falling into that trap i guess you could call it i feel like we all go through that regardless if you're in entertainment or you're working some financial job there's always your mentors and these people that have been there and done that before you Mm -hmm. that feel like they can outline your career oh you need to do this in order to get the promotion and if you wanted to be the president of the bank then you have to jump through these hoops and kiss this person's behind and do this and do that so i feel like no matter what industry you're in that's just Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's just the, the way it is. So, I yeah. know. Sadly, I kind of wanted to touch on the misconceptions that she brought up that people mm. have of her, that she's always so happy and she's strong and she's empowering. I could relate to that because I feel like I'm in the same boat where I am a very happy person. And so that creates a persona that you people expect to be on at all times Mm -hmm. so if you're not that you're not happy maybe you're having a bad day it throws people off it's Mm -hmm. like what's What's going going on on? you know how about you how do you feel about it i have gone through so many changes (laughs) over the years when i was in high school i was that i had like a whole it wasn't like a mariah carey type breakdown but it was a low-key breakdown because i felt trapped to this it was me but this persona that always had to be happy, always had to be in a good mood, always had to be ready to converse. And like, and some days I just wasn't. And that was actually what led me to go to a HBCU because I was like, I'm tired of being in this. Everybody had their role. This one was the athlete. This one did this. This one was the happy one. This one was the nice one. And I was just tired of being committed to being this role. And I wanted to just be whatever I felt like being. And so I ended up going to a HBCU, didn't know well, I knew like three or four people, yeah. but comparatively speaking, I knew no one. And I literally, my freshman year, especially the fall semester of my freshman year, walked around campus with my headphones on, just me, not talking to anyone, because yeah. I was really trying to figure out what type of person I really was. So yeah. I get it. I totally get it. And in that kind of situation, you kind of get to just start over. Yeah. Like, no one knows you, yep. so you can throw that old persona old away. Persona away. That yes. guy is gone. I'm not happy all the time. Sometimes I'm pissed off. And now it's like I'm in a space where I'm just honest. Yeah. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. If I'm a mess, I'm a mess. Yeah. I was going to ask you um, later on in the show for Real Talk. Maybe I'll save it. You know, but you kind of answered it. The misconceptions that people have for you. Yeah. But we can get to that later. Yeah. Well, I, for the most part, my misconceptions are the same. Um, but I will say that I 
feel the same way. I think Jada brought it up, and that's feeling guilty mm-hmm. when you're not being what everyone expects you to be. It's kind of like, ah, maybe I sh- like I don't know why I feel this way, or you feel wrong for feeling that way. Um, like it's a bad thing when it's really not because we're all human. Yeah, and you should embrace feeling whatever that emotion is. Exactly. Don't run from it. Don't try to talk it down or minimize. No, this is how I feel. Exactly. Like, I, so looking at Alicia Keys, I never once thought that she was a happy person. Uh-huh. Um, but strong, yes. Mm-hmm. Confident, yeah. All of those things, yes. But I never. So that so that was a misconception I didn't have for her. Uh, for me. I feel like the for some reason there's a misconception that a lot of my friends even don't believe that I get nervous. Mm. And I'm nervous all the time. Like before this show, the show that I do tomorrow on After Buzz TV, I am always nervous. And people don't I don't know. It's weird. They I'm like, how do you not think I of all people get nervous? Of course I get nervous. I think you exert Mm-mm. confidence. <laughs> so we think that you're always confident. Okay. And in my <laughs> mind, good, right? there is somebody jumping out of a building because they are so nervous. You know, you're not the only one, to be honest with you. Yeah, Sometimes but, you just got to fake it till you make it. Oh, absolutely. But I'm happy she actually uh, addressed them. I wished they kind of would have gone around the room mm-hmm. and everyone acknowledged what their, what misconceptions people have about them. But yes. they didn't. So. Yeah, they didn't. I know Jada agreed that being in the industry, that is an, an issue that a lot of people deal with. And she agreed that she could understand why it's exhausting to try and be something that mm-hmm. you're not. Um, they touched on Alicia Keys, her music and the, it being strong and empowering. But that's not how she felt when she wrote it. It was quite the opposite, which yeah. I thought was so interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, you, I, I always believe that people that write songs, it's reflective of what's going on in their life at that time. Um, and Alicia is one of the, I think, one of the greatest pop culture type writers, mm-hmm. um, especially of our generation. And the song that she did, uh, uh, Girl on Fire. I'm about to start singing it. Oh, I really don't want to. Um, please sing. No. <laughs> like, Hold you on, never, I, like I you never have... see me again. Yes, that song. Yes. Um, and she was talking about how that song was for her grandmother. And then I was like, oh, now this song takes a completely different meaning. Yes. And it, it's already an emotional song, but now it takes a completely different meaning. And then I'm like, but y'all made this video. And the video was about a guy that got hit by a car and all yes. this other stuff. So, of course, we're going to think it's about a guy when you could have just easily did, you know, a video about losing someone like a, an old, an elderly person maybe not a grandmother but an elderly person but yeah and i think maybe that goes back to not having control of your own wants yeah and... that might have been an example of that maybe she yeah. wanted to do that and the label was like no we need yes. to do something a little bit lighter yeah so it's possible because with celebrities i'm not an expert or anything but it just seems like Every move has to be calculated. Like everything they do and say has to be Mm. calculated because they don't want to ruin their career or make people think something of them that's not true. Maybe they felt like a grandma in the video wasn't going to be interesting enough. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's weird. Maybe it's funny that you use the word intention. My word of the year really is being intentional. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to be intentional with every single thing that you do. And celebrities are a perfect example of that. And the best one, and I am not, please don't come after me. Please don't attack me on social media for <laughs> saying don't. this. But I am not in the hive. I am not 
a Beyonce, like, she is not my queen. Let me say okay. it like that. I do respect her as an artist. I like her music. I have a lot of her music on my phone. All of that. I've been to the concert with her and Jay, so don't try to make it seem like I don't like her. But the one thing I respect about her is that every single thing is intentional. Mm-hmm. And as it relates to being a businesswoman, as it relates to being an entertainer, there's so much to learn from her just simply because of the fact that she never misses a moment. Mm-hmm. Everything that she does is thought out and planned and strategic. And that is how she's able to survive without having any. She hasn't had a number one hit since 2008. She hasn't had singles that charted as high as other like Ariana Grande and all these current people. But she hasn't needed to. All mm-hmm. of her stuff has still gone platinum. She's still able to sell records and release without any press because she's intentional and calculated with everything she does. And I feel like Alicia is just now kind of starting to get there. But I also don't think Alicia wants to be in the same realm mm-hmm. as a Beyonce. But I say all that to say you have to be intentional with no matter where you are in life with what you're doing if you want to be the president of the bank you map your thing out and you are intentional about what schools you go to what jobs you take who you associate yourself with all of that has to be intentional definitely especially when you have a platform that big and you're dealing with your audience which kind of goes back to what you were saying about maybe getting to a certain point in your career and then being able to really be Mm. yourself because by that time like alicia keys she's built this audience for years we love her already so no matter what she does, it's kind of like, hey, I love her. She wants to do that. You know, go right ahead. When you think about it, 2021, Alicia Keys will have technically been at the top of the charts and, and really in the business for 20 years. Mm-hmm. She hit the scene in 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a long time. It is. And and a part of me still kind of, not. I don't treat her like a new artist, but a part of me still sees her like a new artist because it's like I remember when she came on the scene and I remember how monumental it was for her to be with Clive Davis on J Records and to be the second person in history to to win five Grammys in one night after Lauryn Hill did it first. Like, I remember all of those monumental moments and then I'm like, wow, it's been 20 years? Like, how old am I? (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) I did not expect you to go there. But you did. Old am I? Jeez. That's Ooh. funny. <laughs> How old are you? Okay, important. let's not talk about not that. Important. <laughs> not important. Not important at all. Okay, wanted to bring up how <laughs> Alicia. She's revealing all kinds of stuff to us uh, on the episode, but she revealed that she doesn't know how to get mad, which is interesting. That is interesting. I feel the same way. You don't know how to get mad? No. I can see that. You can see that. Oh, my gosh. I can see that you are definitely the person that never gets mad. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Um, (laughs) You can see it. That's not Those are the people you need to be worried about because if something were to ever happen, they are going to lose it. Um, I've been keeping it bottled in all this time. I am not that guy. It takes a lot to get me mad, but okay. I definitely know how to get there. Uh-huh. And some things get me there quicker than others. Um, so, yeah. But but when she explained her upbringing and the fact that her mom is, like, on it. Yeah. You have to have that. And it was just the two of them. Mm-hmm. You have to have that balance. Yeah. So, I, I totally understand how um, 
she's that person. And I really think the way that we all are, if you really think about it, you can go back to like some point in our lives with our family, our upbringing. Something made us the way that we are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it was that made me this way, but part of me feels that like I've never really had to deal with confrontation. So like growing up or anything. So I don't know how to react. Mm. So maybe that's it. I've just never had to. So then when it comes to me, I'm like, you know, I'm emotional. Sometimes I'll cry, but that's not the emotion that some other people would go straight to. They'd just be angry and they yell. But for me, it's like, I don't know what to do. I just feel sad. And it's like, so I don't know if Alicia is the same way, but I, I can relate with her. As far as not really knowing how to express anger. So what do you do if you don't know how to express anger? What do you do with those feelings? Um, I express it through crying a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. That's my release. Or I just don't say anything because I don't know how to say it. And it goes back to like not wanting to piss other people off or not wanting to offend anyone. And like we could it's such a I have deep some thing. of that i have some of uh i'm, I'm always cognizant and, and aware of other people's feelings and the last thing i want to do is hurt anyone's feelings so yes. i do have that but at the same time if i'm mad and you're the one that pissed me off and got me there oh you're gonna know yeah and i'm i get pissed that they made me piss <laughs> so i'm like now i need to be upset and i don't want to be upset i don't know how yeah so I think, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's a strange thing. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, she said that when she gets, when other people get mad at her, she feels like she has to correct the situation, make it pretty. Everyone needs to be happy by the end of it or she feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Are you that way? Are you different? I've graduated from that too. Okay. There are a lot of things that I, that she said that I remember being that guy when I was in high school. Uh, I never wanted anyone to leave a situation being mad at me or feeling some type of way about me so i would always be the person to try to appease the situation i was also never the one that wanted to rock the boat Mm -hmm. i always wanted to make sure everything stayed happy and balanced and if it did rock then i want to steady it i am not that guy now um i if if you rock the boat Mm -hmm. then the boat the boat is rocky for you it's not rocky for me i'm still over here chilling (laughs) So it's just, yeah. I have learned to like cut things off. It, I, yeah. I think yeah. the older you get, we come back to the age thing. <laughs> How <laughs> the, old? No, I'm just kidding. This should be a thing. How old are you? How old? Because you look young. It's, so. listen, it's a mystery and it's going to stay a mystery. <laughs> and yeah, y'all will find out when I get a Wikipedia or something. Now that will be the day. That will be That's the day. That's when you'll find out how old I really am. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she touched on the no makeup thing, which I knew they were going to talk about. Of course. It was a huge moment, mm-hmm. I feel, in Hollywood and entertainment for someone to choose not to wear makeup and still go to events. I love that she did that. And it, it speaks a, a lot about her journey and where she is now and how different her mindset is. Yeah. Um, When she first did it, I remember thinking, wow, this is cool. This mm-hmm. is dope. The second time, I was like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> this is dope. The third time, I was like, okay, where is the glam team? Because not only have you foregone 
the makeup, you've also foregone the hair. You've also, I'm not saying she went without a stylist, but mm-hmm. it's just like you, you, you let everything go and it's just too much. Like, you think so? For me. Okay. And then the fact that they kept bringing our attention to it. It's like, if she's not going to wear makeup, cool. That's her decision. I'm cool with that. Just, you don't have to tell me she's not. I can see. Yeah. Like, don't stop telling me every five minutes. Oh, she's not wearing makeup. Oh, I'm not wearing makeup. Oh, she's not wearing makeup. Oh, I'm not wearing makeup. Like, we get, we get it. it. Yeah. So that was the only, that was my only thing. Don't Other than that, that, though, I thought it was brave. I thought it was like a trailblazing moment. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about stripping away layers and, and just being your true authentic self and letting people see who you really are. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. It got to be a little much when they kept bringing our attention to it, like you said. But the reason behind it, I love. Oh, yeah. Um, not wanting to have to go out of the house all dressed up because people expect you oh, yes, to. Yes. That's something I feel a lot of people in general, not just women, but we just feel like we have to be presentable at all times when you don't have to. Do you think that's a Hollywood, L.A. thing that has now trickled down to just, you know, mainstream America? Because in my mind, and I don't know if every other guy in the world feels like this, but the sexiest thing that I used to love, especially in college, I thought the sexiest thing was for a girl to have on jeans, have her hair however she wanted, whether it was pullback in a ponytail, flowing or whatever, mm-hmm. a T-shirt, and because it was an HBCU, they would have on like stiletto heels. That was the only kind of showpiece thing. But yeah. everything else is real simple. And this particular girl can go to the club. She can go have happy hour um even if we are getting ready to go paintballing or something she can put on the tennis shoes when she gets there and like do that like that to me is the sexiest thing not all this makeup like i want to know who you are like i want to make sure that when we go to sleep that i'm waking up to the same person not oh i went to sleep and it was this way and then it was that way same thing with these guys with these like hair pieces and you're gonna draw (laughs) everything in and like after you take a shower and all of this comes off like who, are, Who you? are you? Yes. So I just, I don't know. And I feel like people should fall in love with the part. Everyone can throw on makeup. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I like Viola Davis. Uh, everyone can throw on makeup. Makeup makes everyone look better. But, well, sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, I don't feel like you need, you don't need it. Don't if it's a show it. and a production in the light, of course. Okay, cool. But just on, oh, we're going to the grocery store. We're going to grab want to name a brand but we're going to <laughs> yeah. grab something to eat you don't need a full face of makeup no. you don't have to buy the lashes and like now you can't see and it's yeah. like come on yeah but that's yeah. true i didn't think about it just being a hollywood la thing that makes sense because a lot of us here are on camera hosts actors whatever it is and that kind of calls for you to present yourself yeah it says um, come camera ready yeah absolutely yeah yeah but if you're not in this industry, there's really no reason for it. But oh, right, if you're not in the industry, absolutely. Um, unless you're in an industry where you do get by on your looks. True. And the trickery of it all. Yeah. And everybody wants a gazillion followers on Instagram. The teller at the bank wants mm-hmm. a gazillion followers on Instagram. So in order to get those followers, if it's a female, a woman. And I'm not the one that uses that word female. I don't even know why I was about to. Um, What the heck? I don't know what I was thinking. Um, If you're a woman, she's now competing with these Hollywood people. And so she might be a little scandally dressed or you know what I mean? So that includes the hair and the makeup. That is true. Everybody wants to be a Kardashian who we all know the Kardashians want to be. Yeah. 
Okay, don't go down that path. <laughs> okay, let's talk about uh, her most challenging time. She says that the most challenging time for her was when she had to let go of people who did not serve her any longer. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that mm-hmm. and letting go of people in your life that no longer, they don't bring anything? It's hard. That it's is tough. That is probably behind which... I have yet to experience this. I'm looking for some wood somewhere. Um, of course, losing a loved one is probably harder, obviously, but that is probably the the one of the hardest things you can ever go through, especially if you and once again something I've been through. Um, when you have like, especially like best friends or like a core group of friends that betray you in a way that you still love them, you yes. still care about them, you still want what's best for them, but you know that we just cannot be in contact no one's especially see i don't know that situation but if the person's not willing to acknowledge yeah you know what i messed up my Mm -hmm. bad i shouldn't have done that if they can't even say that and there's always excuse 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 you gotta go because this just means that not only did you not care about me that you did whatever you did in the first place there's not even any remorse behind this yeah and even if you feel like you didn't do it you still aren't apologetic for the fact that you even allowed this rumor or whatever to be created like yeah yeah. so i get it it's hard it's very hard It's it's very hard and I would imagine it's a little bit tougher for people in the industry who already have mm. a hard time making friends and trusting people. What do you want from me? Yeah. yeah. What do you want from me? And now if something happens like that, a rumor or whatever it is, now you have to let go of these friends. Maybe the only friends that you have. Yeah. It's like you're, you no longer so serve me. You're bringing negativity, whatever it is. Have you had to do that? No, not intentionally. I've had relationships with people or friendships where it just kind of died on its own. Mm -hmm. Maybe we outgrew each other, uh, lost contact, which happens only if, you know, if both people aren't trying to keep a relationship going, it's going to end at some point. So, yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah. I've had. I've had the full betrayal. I've had the, oh, we just got to go. We just got to cut this off because if I see you, I'm going to catch a case yeah and i got <laughs> that's let, it i gotta let this go gotta yeah. let and it's not and it's relationship thing is one thing but when it's like just strictly platonic and friends it hurts even more I was and just that's to say that. that's the one that will literally send me over the like a relationship please that's i mean you can let it go we, there are gazillions others but friends and people that you really let in and like all like Get to know like the deepest parts of you and all of that for that type of hurt and betrayal. That is hard. Absolutely. That's hard. I agree with you. Definitely harder. Um, I kind of want to touch on the marriage. You know, Alicia Keys married to Swizz Beats. They've been married since 2010, mm. which is a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long they were together before they got married. Uh, why did you sound like that? <laughs> because I feel like I always have a bunch of shady gossip to bring into this show. Um, so it was alleged, alleged. that, you know, well, not alleged, Swiss Beats was married. Uh-huh. Um, happily and all of that can be argued. Allegedly, Alicia Keys stole, if you can steal someone, stole him from his wife. Um, that's why there's like a running joke in the black community that 
ever since she got with Swiss Beats, her voice hasn't been the same. Her voice is definitely not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, she Her range is a little off, and sometimes she's a little flat, and all this other stuff. And they're like, see, if you hadn't stole that man's man, I mean, that, that woman's man, yeah. you would be cool. Um, but other than that, a lot of people, so because of that, people did not think their marriage was going to last. And, you know, the way you got them is the way you lose them yes. and all of that stuff. So I am happy to see that um, they're still together. And... They at least try to put on the front that they are the second coming of Will, Jada, and Sheree. You think it's a front? I know. I'm saying they at least. I don't know what's real yeah. and what's fake anymore. Right. So That's I'm saying true. if it isn't real, at least they put up a good front that yeah. they are the second coming of Will, Sheree, and Jada. Got it. They try to make it seem like everyone's a happy family. Alicia doesn't hate the ex-wife. The ex-wife doesn't hate Alicia. They go on vacations together. All of the kids. Blended family, all of that. Everyone gets along. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, they seem happy. They seem like I know. Allegedly, it happened. Uh, alleged, whatever. You know. <laughs> what? Um, whatever happened. They're together now. They seem to be really happy. They seem like they go together really well. I like them together. Actually, yeah. She was talking about how easy it is. It flows really well. Of course, everybody has ups and downs, but overall, it's there's an ease about their relationship, which I love. I love hearing about marriage in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a beautiful thing. Um, I think that's it. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we get into our news? Mm-hmm. Not good? that I can think of. I think you you touched, touched on, on everything. everything that I could have thought of. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was a great episode. Yeah. Uh, I wish she would have played a little bit more of like the older stuff. Because mm-hmm. she just seemed to play the songs I didn't really like, except for um, "Like uh, You Never See Me Again." Yes. And I don't hate "Girl on Fire," but it's definitely it's not, not my favorite best. song. Yeah, not yeah. my favorite. Either. That one and uh, "No One." Those two songs, that whole era of yeah. her music, I was I had checked out. Got it. Yeah, it was just too much yelling. I see where you're coming from. Okay, I'm gonna pass it to you. All right, let's get into some news and gossip. All right, y'all. This is Tyler Tyson with your Mr. and Mrs. Smith news update. Of course, we have Willow in the back playing. Wait a minute. So I wanted to bring you first this clip of um, Alicia Keys playing. Since, you know, this show was about her. Let's get into Alicia Keys real quick. Mm -hmm. How did it make you feel when people would be angry at you? Would you get into a people-pleasing mode constantly like, how can I make this right? How can I make this right? I'm the one who had to put the bow with the ribbon and the sparkly paper over everything. Like, if if everything wasn't wrapped up with a bow by the time I was finished with it, I was not comfortable. Right. I wasn't, I didn't feel complete. If if a relationship even had to end Mm. or if I didn't make it all right and perfect and good and now we all understand each other and we understand and now we can go... It's so sickening. I'm so annoyed. I want to vomit at my own self. Yes, come on. Um, And then also, the next thing that I want to talk about. So speaking of music and everything, you know I love the Smith siblings. Mm -hmm. They are on tour together. Jay, Din, and Willow are on tour. And they made this cute little video um, about it. So take a look. Willow? Hmm. What's the first memory that you can remember? The sun. You. The moon. 
I just think that would be if I was in that age range. Once again, we're talking age on the show. Uh, I would my seat just like sank a gazillion. Where are you going? Like the show is feet. not over. Uh, I would love to be at that tour, but I just don't think. I don't know. You can. You I could have go. A great time. Listen, I could go, but I don't really know the music. Got like it. I know a couple songs from Willow, a couple songs from Jaden. I have yet to hear either of their projects all the way through enough to actually go to a tour, like yeah. a concert. But I think I would have a great time. I think so too. Uh, what do you think about the sun and the moon? Love that. Uh, I wonder. You think that was. They wrote that and they did that on purpose. You feel like those are their actual answers. I don't know. I do think that they're reflective of their personalities. Yeah. I think Willow's a lot more sunnier mm-hmm. and Jaden is definitely more nocturnal. Yeah. Um, his vibe is more nocturnal and all of that. So if you were interested in seeing the Willow, you pronounce that Aries? How do you? I, think, I don't know how you I pronounce think it's that. Aries. Okay. Well, if you're interested in the Willow Aries tour, you can go to their Instagram pages. It's posted everywhere. And then next, um, Jada, she's friends with everyone from Janet Jackson to Tony Braxton to MC Light. And so it was MC Light's birthday over the weekend, I believe. And there's a picture. They've been friends forever. And she posted uh, a dope picture of her and MC Light. And let me tell you something to all of my younger millennials. So I will tell you I am a millennial. Okay. So then you can at least kind of gauge, but I'm an older millennial. Hey, (laughs) all right. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Uh, If you don't know who MC Light is, is go and do your research. She is one of the phenomenal MCs of, I think, all time, especially fee- Ugh, Why do I keep saying female? I don't know. But I guess in music, they do say they female. Do. Re- okay, so I'm safe in this we'll one. We'll give you that. Uh, she is, she's just a phenomenal uh, lyricist, and I've had the pleasure to work with her and meet her. She's just dope. So go check her out. MC Light is her um, Instagram page and all of that great stuff. Also, going over to my boy, Will. So... I want y'all to watch this video and then we'll talk. So I saw this image online and I showed it to a bunch of people and it's really, really spectacular um, what comes back. So let's start with what what color do you see? What color do you see? Now show five or six people around you, whoever's around you, show and ask them what color do they see and I think uh, you'll be surprised at what the answer is. There's no right answer, um, but it's it's definitely not pink. <laughs> so what I want, so we're going to put the image up. And what I want everyone that's watching this video, whether you're watching live right now or later on, mm-hmm. just comment in the comments below what color you see when you see that shoe. Now, I'm telling you, I see teal and gray. Yes. What do you see? I see gray for sure, more of a turquoise though. Okay, turquoise, teal, same thing. blue so we're in the, on same, the same page. in the same family. Perfect. Yes. Um so basically the the concept behind this like Will says there is no right or wrong answer. Um it's said it's said that if you see the teal, blue, anything in the blue family in gray, then that means that you're left brain dominant and if you see like a pinkish color instead of the bluish color, then that means that you're right brain dominant. And so yeah. Um, I was trying to see if I could find real quick. They say that if you are mostly analytical and methodical in your thinking, you're set to be left brain. And if you tend to be more creative and artistic, then you're set to be right brain. So I think it's interesting that the two of us, both entertainers mm-hmm. in the in the world of arts and entertainment, yeah. apparently we are left brain dominant people. Which is so strange because I feel like I'm more of a creative person. I am definitely more of a creative person. I am not. But... 
I also know I'm an internal conflict. I think uh. by name, I'm a Capricorn. Capricorns tend to be very analytical. Everything has to be in its place and organized. But I'm so not that guy also. <laughs> so <laughs> so I what the heck are we? I don't know. So anyway, I want you guys to comment. <laughs> Let me know what you think. There is one last video of Will who was arguing with some people that he showed the video to. Um, just a little quick look at that. Green and gray. <laughs> I see green too. I see gray as pink. Look at Will. This is all pink. What do you mean? What do you mean? I see baby pink. Like baby blue. No, I see pink and white. I see pink. I see green and gray. It's like a light blue. Yes. Exactly. Light blue. Light blue. That's pink. Light blue. Light blue. Oh my god. No. And gray. Pink. It is. Oh my god, it is so pink. You guys are crazy. It is this. Is this something? No. Well, I see oh this is pink, but that's not what this, I see. That is the, the wall is pink. This is pink. This is pink. There's no even like. Yeah. That's so gray. It's like a green. So, once again, we want y'all to comment. Let us know what colors you see here at this table. We see anything in the bluish, teal, yes. turquoise family and gray. Yeah. And this is Tyler Tyson with your Mr. and Mrs. Smith news update. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, I feel like we're right because I went to the doctor and apparently I am 50-50. So, oh. I think I'm seeing things correctly. Oh, okay. I haven't been to the eye doctor in... <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> we won't agree with everyone, obviously. Uh, before we go, I kind of want to do a little something for our Real Talk segment. We don't do this every week, but I had a little question air type of thing on my Instagram, and I asked people a few questions, so I wanted to read them back, okay. and you can answer the question as well. Just two questions. I asked, have you ever felt pressure to be someone that you aren't? And I felt this was a good question to ask because some of us don't even think about it. We kind of put on, like we said, a persona and may not even know it. So um, one person, I won't read names, uh, but he said, sometimes when I'm with my friends, I feel like a people pleaser, which I try to avoid, mm -hmm. which is same thing as Alicia. She's in the same boat. Um, someone else said, not necessarily be someone I'm not, but to have achieved more now because of social media. Yes. Which a lot of people yes, actually feel. Yes, yes, yes. Have you ever been in that boat? I definitely feel the effects of social media. Um, the people pleaser I told you before, I'm, I've grown. Mm -hmm. I've outgrown that. I think that's a younger thing. Yeah. Um, and I guess if you don't deal with it, it will follow you into adulthood. Yes. Uh, so I don't have that. I'm not as much of a people pleaser. But I definitely, the comparison thing, I have to constantly check myself on social media to not compare and get in my head about things i am the person it's almost like dropping a bomb i like to come in post my content immediately get off yes. social media i don't oh scroll i don't go around there are a few people when i'm not bored but when i have some time I'm like, oh let me go check on tyler see what she's doing with yeah. her diary and all of this stuff like <laughs> yeah. i'll do that but to just sit there for hours and go no no absolutely not it's a trap it's a trap um 
Same here. Mm-hmm. I try to post content and get off immediately and interact with people that interact with me. But other than that, I don't like to sit there for too long because you start doing it subconsciously, yeah. I think. Yeah. You don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And they're tracking everything you do. and Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird, weird world. Yes. What about at work? Have you ever felt like you changed the way you spoke or acted in the corporate world? Of course. I mean, y'all know this is Black Hollywood <laughs> Live. We have no choice but to do that. In certain arenas, when you're in corporate America, um, you know, you can't come in, use my Wendy Williams terms, you can't come in talking this and that. You know, yeah. you have to say this and that and whenever and pronounce your words. And sometimes, um, I, I, I even caught myself lightening my voice so it's not as heavy and as deep and as sometimes intense. I'll <clears throat> lighten it up and kind of talk here. So yeah. then that way it's not as threatening. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not in corporate America, so I don't do that anymore. Now yeah. I say this and that <laughs> if I feel like it. Because you're on Black Hollywood Because <laughs> I'm on Black Hollywood Live. <laughs> and we can G. do that. Right. My friend here said that it's called code switching, which I've heard of many times um and then one other person said they pretended to be straight and then by and wore makeup and dresses to school her senior year of college high school okay um so that is kind of like changing your whole yeah your whole being Mm -hmm. your whole the outlook and your clothes and all that that's even deeper that's a hard thing to go through i've never done any of that um I just always, I think I even said on the show, I just don't, sexuality just is not a thing for me. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I address. It's not something that I ask anyone. Like, I don't come up to you and be like, oh, are you straight up? Like, it's just not, I feel like whatever the vibe is, is the vibe. If I'm vibing and we get along and that's it and that's the direction you want to go, cool. If not, cool. I feel like the only time it's really an issue is if you're trying to get at that person. Yeah. if one of our producers here at the wonderful Black Hollywood Live mm-hmm. is whatever sexual orientation they are, it only really matters to me if I'm trying to get at that right. person. If I'm not trying to get at them, then it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. And since I don't usually get with anyone at work, yeah. it doesn't matter. Be who you are. Yeah. Exactly. I feel the same way. I feel bad for people that feel like they have to suppress themselves and change to yeah. a piece. I, I really don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. And I don't know what it feels like, but... From what I've heard, it's a, it's a really hard thing to go through, and, and that sucks. Yeah. It does. You can't be yourself. You can't be yourself. Yeah, it's a tough one. I had another question, but we're out of time. We're out of time. Maybe next time we'll get to some more questions and answers. This was the Red Table Talk After Show. Beautiful episode this Absolutely. week. We'll be back here next Monday at seven p.m. I am Tyler Simone. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. Yes, and you can get your entire life following me on all social media at the Tyler Tyson. Also, catch me on Tuesday nights on our sister station, After Buzz TV, for the new Amsterdam After Show. Yes. At 10 we'll be watching. Yes, it's a phenomenal show. Yes. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. 